Good morning, this is Around Town with Amy Brown. Not much happening today as people recover from the holiday weekend, so this is a great time to go back in the time machine and tell you a story from 100 years ago today. This headline from the Tuesday morning edition of the Bangor Daily News on November 27, 1923. Chason robbed and thrown overboard by rum pirates. Lubeck, November 26th. Victor Chason, a Bangor liquor dealer and hotel proprietor, was found at 5.40 this morning, clinging to a rope attached to the bow of a sloop anchored in Snug Cove on the Canadian island of Campobello, directly opposite Lubeck, and was rescued by Charles Greenlaw of Eastport, who had heard his cries for help. Chason was brought to Lubeck in unconscious condition, having been in the water two or three hours, and when revived told the story of assault and robbery by two rum pirates, who, after taking from him a cargo of liquor, threw him overboard. The first thing Chason, after recovering his senses, did was to request the superintendent of the Seacoast Packing Company here to telephone the Eastern Trust and Banking Company in Bangor to stop payment on two checks of $3,000 each, and it is supposed, although he did not so state, that the men who attacked him took these checks. His watch and $45 in cash remained in his pockets, also a bank book showing a balance of $20,000. Later in the day, Chason said his name was Smith, although all the documents in his pocket bore the name of Victor Chason, and it has been ascertained that he is the Bangor Hotel man without doubt. The boat to which Chason was found clinging is a 32-foot sloop hailing from St. Stephen, and she was in port in Lubeck all day Sunday with a St. Stephen pilot who has since disappeared. It is thought that the cargo of liquor, of which Chason says he was robbed, was bought in St. Stephen and that Campobello pirates got word that he was coming down the bay with it and attacked him Sunday night or early this morning after he had left Lubeck. Another report is to the effect that Chason bought his rum cargo from the pirates and gave them the checks for $6,000 for payment, and that afterwards the pirates threw him overboard, transferred the liquor to their own boat, and disappeared, supposing that he had swam ashore or perhaps drowned. Tonight, Chason was waiting for a motor car from Bangor in which he intended to return to that city, but it was plain that he was in no condition to travel. He complained of severe pains in his back, chest, and legs. End quote. That was not the first time Victor Chason was in the newspaper during Prohibition, and it would not be the last. Less than a year later, there was a raid on his home on Outer Ohio Street in Bangor, and federal Prohibition agents captured what they estimated to be $20,000 worth of whiskey after finding a trap door in his barn. That article concludes, Victor Chason has been well-known in the liquor business for more than 25 years. For years, he conducted a lumberman's boarding house and liquor saloon on Exchange Street in Bangor, end quote. It talks about how those were the days before law enforcement tried to enforce prohibition in Bangor. The area in which his Exchange Street loggers boarding house was located is notoriously called the Devil's Half Acre. Just a little bit of main history right there, as reported in the Bangor Daily News 100 years ago today. For Around Town, I'm Amy Brown. You can reach me at news at weru.org. Have a great day, and the next time you're up around Exchange Street in Bangor, imagine what it was like 100 years ago.